If you happened to come by the Church of the Holy Trinity yesterday, then you saw a lot of excitement. They were filming a couple of scenes of a television show here. And so most of the day, the garden was filled with young actresses in plaid skirts that were to look like Catholic schoolgirls. And detectives were running excitedly and dramatically out of St. Christopher's house again and again and again and again. There was a priest somewhere. I didn't see him. But when I was coming for morning prayer, I passed a nun. And something about her didn't quite look right. And so I looked at her and smiled, and she looked at me and smiled. And I said, "Um, real nun or fake? And she said, fake. And then she looked at me and she said, real priest or fake? And I said, real, most of the time. I was being funny responding to that actress. But as I came in the chapel and got into the rhythm of morning prayer, I thought about how that really does get to the heart of this season of Lent, doesn't it? When am I real? When am I less than real? What's the difference in real and fake? Lent calls me certainly to be a real priest, but even more, this season calls me to be a real John. Lent calls each of us to be our true selves, our best selves, our most honest selves, our most real selves. The ashes that we will receive in just a few minutes remind us of the ground, the hummus, the humility of dust that God breathed life into at the very beginning, and the humility of dust that we will become one day. Real or fake? That's the question that Ash Wednesday asks of us. But the liturgy itself in just a few minutes, will remind us of what it means to become more real. It will remind us of some very specific and concrete ways that the season of Lent um, helps us to practice being real and staying real. In just a few minutes, in the invitation to Lent, uh, we will hear words that remind us, in old, old words, of spiritual disciplines that Christians have taken up since Jesus was on earth. Self-examination and repentance can sound foreboding, can sound scary, but it really does help us come clean with God, sometimes with another person, sometimes with a priest. Just as eventually we will wipe the ashes from our foreheads, so in confession and absolution, God wipes our souls clean. We turn again to God, turning from whatever has distracted us, has obscured our vision. Self-examination and repentance are not meant to be overly introspective, counting up every past sin or wrongdoing or error, or getting all completely bogged down by it. It's not about that. Rather, confession and forgiveness that follows should be as exhilarating as a good, hot, perfect bath 
after a long, dirty day. We're invited to pray in this season. Prayer puts us in touch with the the source of all reality and the source of our own reality. Prayer helps us to be right-sized. Fasting is offered by way of invitation. Then fasting in this season shows us pretty quickly our addictions, those things we're attached to, perhaps a little too much. Fasting, whether a little or a lot, can help us perceive real hunger, real thirst, real longing for God. We're invited to deny the self. Self-denial allows room and resources for others. Lent invites us to deny ourselves in ways that avoid inflating ourselves or becoming proud about what we might be giving up or doing. Instead, a truly Lenten discipline, a truly Lenten self-denial creates more for somebody else or it's of no use. Whether that's money we set aside and then choose to donate or give to someone, or food we don't eat so that we can give more to others, or busyness or activity that we abstain from in order to be more available or more present to those we love. Who knows what we might be called to fast, to deny of ourselves. Finally, the Lenten invitation suggests that we might be more real. We might discover our truest selves by reading and meditating, by praying on Holy Scripture. Imagine what reality we would meet if we were to listen and look deeply at Holy Scripture for the truest image of ourselves rather than all those other images that come at us from advertising, from media, images we've created of ourselves, images put upon us by family or friends or the expectations of others. The Word of God revealed to us through Holy Scripture helps us to understand a new reality, God's reality. Living in conversation and relationship with Holy Scripture not only gets us real, but it keeps us real. Today's gospel has always been problematic for me as Jesus talks about the Pharisees who do all kinds of overly religious-looking things in order to be seen. I've always wrestled with this gospel on Ash Wednesday, and I've wondered, well, does this mean that I immediately wipe the ashes off, or do I wear them for a while? Which is it? There's no clear answer. Some may be called to wear the ashes all day long as a, as, a, as a conversation starter, as an invitation to a world that sometimes forgets that there are people who actually pattern their lives after Jesus Christ. Others might be called to wipe off immediately and live in secret piety and faithfulness the way Jesus points to. Part of today, I've done exactly what Jesus says don't do. I've been on the sidewalk showing off my faith, but as a means of conversation and inviting others. And so for me, that has felt like the most faithful decision for today. Who knows what next year will bring. To be able to discern little questions of faith or large questions of faith 
Disciplines such as those given to us by the season of Lent sharpen our sight, they better our hearing, they deepen our discernment so that we can hear and see God. We can slowly but surely live into the answers of that question, what is the line between fake and real? Only you will know. Only the real you will know. And the real you, the real me, will come out through prayer, through the strength of the sacraments, through the power of the Holy Spirit, through the nurture and the help of Christian community. Let us pray that especially in this season, God would continue to wash us and clean us so that we might look in the mirror and in the face of God with the reality of a confident and penitent faith. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.